Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S, vpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkout. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work, we'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. (laughs) Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? Du- I would say double. Oh, I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross. Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com
It's your time, Jabes. It's your time to shine. What's what's the song you've been singing? <laughs> it was the wrong one. It was the wrong one. Well, it was from, the one from at a the, Star Is Born. Yeah, it was a the best one, but they played it at the end in the credits. Well, that's that's what, that typically that's where you save the best song of of the movie for, unless it's no. on stage. Dead serious. Was it the one she sang on stage at the end? No, it was not. It was the one. Sing in it. The, give me a few of a which few bars. one. I want you oh, yeah. at the end of my life. <laughs> we did it, kids. I want you to. Yeah, we took the plunge. Oh. We took the plunge and saw A Star is Born. Put our money where our mouth was. <laughs> and Put our money where our butt was. I think I should start with this first. Oh, sure. And here's the reason why. Oh, yeah. As a guy, um, this is not... At all. I am not the demographic for this film whatsoever. Okay. Whatsoever. A Star is Born is, is not a, a dude's movie where it's just like, man, I'm going to call my bros. Yeah, Go guys. Star is Born. Why don't y'all pack up the car and let's fucking. Yeah, it's not an IMAX. Yeah, let's go. Man, let's go get drinks and go see Stars Born. In 3D. Yeah. Keep, why don't you bring that vape pen? Let's go, <laughs> yeah, let's yeah, go see Stars yeah. Born. Yeah. Not the audience for this. Okay. Um, but Hollywood wise and movie wise, like I'm the dude and I, and I typically see everything across the border. I try to at least. Right. It's been a little difficult with the travel schedule lately, but I, I promise you after this last week of travel that when we got back, we would go see A Star is Born. We'd have a wild night at the movies. Try, tried and shoot him a word, James. Sure. Tried and sure. We saw A Star is Born and it was incredible. Oh my God. Best film I've seen this year. Uh, Yeah. So, uh, man, I tip my hat to them because I think what, maybe a year ago when I, when I first heard that this project was actually going and actually going to be shot, I was like, this is a fucking nightmare. This is a, why would you do this? Why yeah. would you remake that There's film? already two. Yeah. They're classic. And they won multiple Oscars. Yeah. So why would you do this again? And especially, look... Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga, because let's face it, Gaga is not really an actress. No. Um, But in this, she was fucking fantastic. Amazing. And the way that they reverse engineered it script wise, this is what I've done for my films Um, on a very, very micro scale to this. um, uh, I remember in, in, and again, very micro to this. I mean, you have probably... The Oscar-winning picture of the year and the star is born. It's going to win everything. And Helen Keller versus Night Wolves. Mm. But there was, a, there was a scene in that where I needed a guy to sing. Not only did I write that scene specifically for him. Right. But you also needed somebody who could sing it live because you're on an indie budget. And I don't have time for the fucking ADR expenses and yeah, all that yeah, other yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I purposely hired a trained singer for that. You purposely hire Lady Gaga. Gaga. A Gaga. For A Star is Born, simply for that, because who else is going to give you that, what she gave you? The acting-wise, I thought the way that they... I thought, Look, I thought she did a great job acting, too. So right. I'm not going to throw her under the bus for that, either. No. Um, but I thought the, the way that the, the script was written, how it was tailored to her real life and career, made it easier for her to slip into that role and play those scenes... Because she was there and she lived it. She was 
playing at drag clubs and all that stuff. And fans of Gaga, right. when they see the movie, and I think that's why they love the movie, in particular her fans as well, and they came out in full force multiple times at this point, um, is because they were almost seeing a, a mini biopic on, on her side, at least, oh, of, yeah. of how she made it, uh-huh. what she went through. How she feels about herself, like yes. her rise to... And then B-Coops. <sighs> B-Coops Shyamalan. I fell I, we back gotta, in love with him. Yeah. I fell back in love with him. When did you fall out of love with, with B-Coops? Around Elephant Man. <laughs> that type of, like, when he was getting Doing real. Doing the play in New York. Yeah, and he yeah. switched from, like, kind of this actor that was, like, hangover and seemed like he was fucking cool and just you know, did projects that he liked and was kind of rad. He kind of, for me, switched into this like super actor. Sure. Where it's like, I don't play the guitar. Yeah. My act, my, my character plays. It's like, I don't even know. It was flowing through me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know how to play unless I'm in character. Yeah. That kind of thing where you're like, and like no makeup for elephant man, like that kind of shit. Sure. As you know, I hate. Yeah. So he just kind of switched it and he seemed like, he looked smaller to me. Like everything changed when he started being that actor. I was like, he's dainty. He's weird. Mm-hmm. He probably like jogs only as his workout. Well, look, <laughs> you look at him in a star Jogging is born. and yoga. He was super thin for that. Yeah. But, but it was. Had the, to be. Yeah. It, it was the character yeah, as yeah, well yeah. of like, man, yeah. it's an alcoholic guy who drinks his meals every day. Ugh. Doesn't eat any food. And he, he was amazing. I thought his directing. Yep, and that's the was other amazing thing. Amazing. He this. handled it like a director, like a fan of movies. He yeah. didn't handle it like a super actor that's like just blah blah blah. It was so natural. By scene one, I was like, shit. I'm in. Yeah. And I was thinking about all the times that I had talked shit. <laughs> as as I'm watching this scene, I'm like, and it's on camera. It's not like I just said it privately with my friends. You guys get to see me. Yeah. You know, you can go back to the other episodes and see me being like, oh, I don't know. From that trailer, I can already tell she sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all of that's, re, you know, replaying in my mind. Eight our words on this one. As the first scene, how... um just beautifully like natural how the, the lighting, conversation the, the, the conversation lighting, um, everything seems even his real. accent worked for me i mean it all just worked second one even the house that they lived in oh seems like been there two yep. fucking musicians house like i i've been to musician friends that of mine drink house. and like drink yeah. <laughs> and hang out and where it's just it's kind of dark yes. it's dim there's mm-hmm. wooden walls there's some things up. yes the wood paneling the red lighting the all neons it. like it seemed like you were going to a, a, yep. a country musician's house in yep. nashville where you were like all right cool but they probably live in laurel canyon out there in la because she's sure gonna be the whole thing but was like the sheen is off of it it top was to so... bottom i have no problem with that oh. winning every award on the every planet award it better. Uh, I literally it's it's one of those things that I have that hasn't happened in a while where I can't stop thinking about it. Sure. After you walk out and it's been a very long time. Nothing like it, but La La Land was the last one. That okay, I gotcha. couldn't stop thinking about all the intricacies and like how they how they pulled that off from and even La La Land if you think about that on paper, if you talk to the director about what he wants to do, you're like Fuck you. 
you're dumb. Right. You're a super theater kid. Get out of my face. And having that work, that kind of shit I, well, I love. If you want to compare those two, both of those films were really hard to green light uh, yes. for obvious reasons. Yes. Um, with this, I found it interesting during the credits that Todd Phillips was Bradley Cooper's producing partner. Todd um, Phillips is known for old school wedding crashers, yeah. uh, the hangover. Um, Didn't he do I, Mad I, I, Dogs? Actually, I don't know if he did Wedding Crashers. Um, either way, I, 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 he did uh, that uh, Miles Teller movie with, with Jonah Dogs, Hill. Right? No, it wasn't. Called, it was called War Dogs. War Dogs. Sorry. Um, and he's one of those guys who I, I would say the only one who is a great comedic and dramatic director, mm-hmm. and that's very very rare. And I think choosing him as your producing partner. I mean, obviously, they did The Hangover together, and they're close. But for that film, yeah. uh, in general, um, was really, really smart. And the, I'm looking at the budget right now. The, the budget for it was $36 million, which I would have yeah, thought would have been more. But I'm sure that movie was so hard to greenlight. I, I think that's right around what The Hangover budget was. And, and it's, oh, it is. It's Warner Brothers, same studio. So I guarantee you Todd Phillips and them went in. He, they went in together and said, look, we want to remake this. They were probably like, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. But if you want to take this. If you want to take 35 or whatever your budget was on the hangover. Exactly. Yeah. Then great. And get Lady Gaga and, and do it. Um, and now it's a global phenomenon. It's at, as of this morning, it's at 148, uh, 148 million domestically, over 200 internationally. I don't know what the soundtrack is making. That's got to be through the roof. Oh, yeah. Because um, it's a great soundtrack from top to bottom. It's a great soundtrack. And, uh, you know, you need more people out there who are famous, this famous, who can go in and greenlight a movie and do it for a budget. Because let's face it, Bradley Cooper probably makes 15, 20 million a movie. And if, if your total budget's 36, obviously he cut his quote he down to nothing, took, took all back nothing. end. Yeah, yeah, back Todd end. Todd Phillips took all back end on, right. on the hangover to get this movie made. I don't, this is the thing we bitch about all the time with the, like the Ocean's 8 movie with, with all those fucking chicks. You have the ability to walk into a studio and green light anything. Yes, you're not going to be making this the money. This is a remake, though. I, I so under- we can't really. No, no, no. Yeah. It's, it's, that was a remake as well. I know. I'm saying like. But, but both of these movies are remakes, right? Yes. Um, but, but go in and try to put something, do something, yeah. put a spin on it somehow. Right. Like I, I saw the original Star is Born. The, the scripts were totally different totally in all different. of that shit. Um, I, I just. Mm. Try it. Try something different, and mm-hmm. it'll pay off in the end. Right. Um, because this was totally different and a big risk for both for him. I mean, fuck. If this fails for Bradley Cooper, forget That's it. He's in it, director's jail, of. and I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. know if he gets to direct a movie after that. No. To be real with you, but not only was I amped to see it, I'm amped that it's doing so well, and uh, it's going to win everything during award season, and. It made me miss all of that. It shit. made me miss acting. Yeah, but but it, you and know, I've I, signed my ticket. You know, no one's like, oh, let me get the weird girl that makes fun of Asians on that one podcast. Do you it, know what I'm saying? It, 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 it did for me too, but in a in a different reason. Where <sighs> you sit there and watch it, and you're like, all right, yes, you, you miss acting, right? And I know you would love to have a role like this. The problem oh. is. This is a, a once in a lifetime role. Yeah. They're not making movies like this. Mm-mm. And and that's the other thing too, is that 
the, if they were all the time, if it was the the seventies, because that to me the seventies was the greatest period of of filmmaking where everybody was taking risk, everybody was mm. was taking a shot at things, um, and you could cast people and 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 take a gamble on actors and all that stuff. And every movie was kind of artistic, but really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. If it was, then I would say yes. With this, what, what this will come around once a year. Right. That is it. There is no other movie that I've seen this year where I was like, holy shit. And the days of like, there was a little, you know, independent film renaissance. Oh, yeah, probably yeah, yeah. what, yeah. like 2000s. 90s, like, 2000s. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Early 2000s. It is not that now. Where you can, um, you know, cast unknowns. Yeah. In the lead and people will like see it and be like, oh, who's that? Now it's like you won't even get to that point. Yeah. Because they won't let you cast someone unknown. The other thing that I liked about it, nothing political. No. Where you had musicians in current day. Now it seems like every every musician is coming out talking about politics or whatever. Like there was none of that. Not I mean, not one mention. It was so nice to sit in a film for two and a half hours and hear nothing about politics or anything, just a great film where you're like, all right, great. And the reason I bring that up is I'm looking at the, the numbers for First Man. First Man is at $37 million um, after week three. Massive, massive bomb. And it was just like, cool, because politically you, you fucked everything up and that's yeah. all anybody could think of. This, you're not, number. look, the top three movies are Halloween this week, A Star is Born and Venom. Nothing politically like, uh, you know. I have a prediction that him and his lady are going to split. Who? B-Coops? B-Coop. Uh, the supermodel? Mm-hmm. Why? Um, I saw an interview. It was after, it was like in the middle of this whole, the height, stars born. And uh-huh. someone was like, yeah, how do you feel about, you know, your, your boyfriend? They're not married. So your, oh, gotcha, your gotcha, boyfriend, gotcha. all of the success. And she's like, um, Who? Mm. Like really kind of catty and I think she has a little bit of an issue with it. So we'll see. I'm just, I want to just throw it out there in case that happens. Sure. That I said it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he's, you know, all around with uh, Gaga. Well, it, well Gaga is, is engaged now. She just got engaged. Totally, totally. But She's it's with the an thing agent, of, a power yeah, yeah, agent yeah. over yeah, at CAA. Yeah. And it's like, it's a smart move, by the way. Reese Witherspoon did the same thing. Oh, yeah. And her career exploded after that. Like, if you're with a savvy agent who can get these deals done mm-hmm. and tell you how to maneuver and make oh, yeah. cool projects, you're good to go. Um, but good luck on that. And talk you up. Like, someone that's completely on your side that's like... yeah gonna put you for you know yeah 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 yeah. obviously that's that's it's the route to go if you're (laughs) an a-list female celebrity yeah don't want to get me too or any of that shit like nobody's gonna fuck with them that was the thing uh, nicole kidman came out like it was on nbc and they took this soundbite everywhere where she was like i didn't really um deal with the whole me too or harassment i was with tom cruise like i was untouchable yeah and she was like i was like protected in a way oh yeah from all of that like no one's gonna mess with me they tried to you know turn those words around and make them weird and she was just like no i just you know what i mean i was married i had kids like no one's with tom cruise with tom fucking cruise at that time (laughs) and that's true if you think about it it's like anyone that was protected by some kind of shield of like a powerful husband even if they weren't an actor if they had a husband at that time that was powerful and was around they're gonna you're not the target 
Yeah. You know what I mean? No, not you at all. You don't work as much, but. Yeah. Uh, but either way, we enjoyed it. Uh, it is worth the hype. And uh, if, if, all of if it. you're a dude out there who gets stuck on a date night and your lady pitches that to you, hey, come see a Stars Born. Do it. If You'll you enjoy wanna it. Get You'll enjoy it. Laid. Yeah. If you want to get laid, go see a Stars Take Born. You're good. Your lady yeah. to watch B Coop and Gaga. Yeah. Do it on screen. And you'll, you know, something will happen that night. For sure. Yeah, not with us. But I bet if you were in love. No. <laughs> I say she wins the Oscar for for Best Actress. Uh, I'd say maybe because of what she might be up against. That might be true. It depends on what if, else comes out. I don't know if he wins. Are you serious? I think it it, it might win. Uh, Directing. He'll win all the other things, right? Directing or maybe Best Picture. I still haven't seen, you know, that that big Ed Zwick movie's coming out at the end of the year with Steve Carell. So oh, that's right. Marwin. So you're, you're, you're going to be tough. Right. That's right. But I will say this. My early prediction is she'll win Actress and, okay. and, and Best Song. Those two, I can yeah, pretty yeah, much yeah, guarantee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, B Coops could be up against some some something harder. Women wise, has he won yet? Uh, Coops? No, he's nominated, not. nominated, but not won yet. For I think we should uh, give it to him. And I I want to say it was American Sniper that he was nominated for. Yeah, and uh, truthfully, he should have won for American Sniper. Yeah, he was fucking incredible in that. So. No, no, no. Either way, we got some sponsors, Jabes, who pay for this whole shit wagon to be only here, Jabes. Still? Crazy, right? Crazy. We'll ride it out. By the way, Ghost Bed's coming on next month. Ooh. Yeah. Super stoked to have Ghost Bed. That, you, you know they're our, one of our favorite products, so I'm super oh, stoked. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, they'll be Stars on Stars born straight to Ghost Bed. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a winning combo, you guys. It is. So they'll, they'll be on the month of November. Super stoked to have those guys on board. Uh, but first, in the meantime, Black Rifle Coffee is our chief sponsor. Oh, I'm getting Love a little BRCC in the morning. Enjoyed spending the time in San Antonio last week with those guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, again, man, they're, they're uh, renovating their brand new offices there. Man, just a great work environment. Super stoked to be out of Salt Lake City. Oof. Oh yeah! Glad I do not have to travel back to Salt Lake City ever again. The rest of my, if I'm you, sure if they you, are too. Yeah, yeah, they are. My God, what was that me, about? If you told me that I never had to go back to Salt Lake City the rest of my life, I, 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 I might openly weep and hug you. Why would you have to ever go back there? I don't know. Oh, I hope not. Park City, maybe. I, yeah, I don't know. I do love a bit of Park City around we'll see. January. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. But uh, super stoked for those guys. Uh, Matt's got a beautiful house out in the country. Uh, Evan's got a, a beautiful place. Um, I, I, the office is going to be dope when they're finished with it. And uh, look, they just keep getting bigger and bigger. Um, they're doing some special bags for Halloween. So go to, the, go to BlackRifleCoffee.com now and pick up their Halloween bags. Limited edition. Those will sell out real quick. Um, and they've got like Freddie and Jason bags and some other stuff. Like they're doing it right across the board. Funny. Trust me when I say this, they, they have the best coffee on the planet, a hundred percent veteran owned and uh big, big company, man. Uh, we, we look, we get the coffee club of the month, uh, at the K cups, you can get bags, many blends, use the promo code revolution for a one-time use of 20% off at black rifle coffee. Dot com. Next up, we got StrikeForceEnergy.com. I almost have to say it like that now. Dot com. Dot com. 
StrikeForceEnergy.com. Four amazing flavors. Lemon, a ridge, orange, make America grape again. They get a 10-pack, a 40-pack, and a 750-milliliter bottle. The rest on your bar top or countertop. So you can just boom, boom, pop a couple squirts in and go. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. That's my, uh, that's my workout drink. That's my pre. Good. It's my pre-workout drink. It's my afternoon crash sesh. What'd you drop on the floor? I don't know. <laughs> you want to you take a look I'm falling apart. You want to take a look I think it's my cans. Is there anything important? Oh, okay. I'm going no cans. You're going no cans tonight. No headphones. I don't, I don't want to mess up the do. The do for the video show. That's right. Uh, you can see the Strike Force boxes in there on the on the video show. Subscribe on YouTube or iTunes. Uh, both on, all, all the video shows are, are up and running now. Uh, Strike Force is the best in the biz. Energy drink wise, kick the can. Go to strikeforceenergy.com. Use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off, and that's good every time. Every time. And they ship everywhere in the entire world. Uh, next up, we got straightrazors.com. Ooh, that's a clean cut. Smooth. <laughs> Are you right, kids? <laughs> oh, do you like it? Oh, I like it. You rock it spicy? Did you did you rub your voice before that? It, it, seemed, it appeared like you were rubbing your neck before you. Oh uh, no i i I threw my neck out. Oh, you did. That's right. So I like can't you can't move a certain angle. Yeah, I'm like yeah. very very stiff, very uh-huh. rigid. Yeah, very stiff. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't use a straight razor today. <laughs> no. <you know? laughs> no. For shaving your face, uh, I can I can only get one side. Uh, <laughs> go to straightrazors.com for all the products you need in this world to be a real man. They got uh, mustache waxes. I lost a bet with Dan Half Point Holloway that I've got to look like Steve Prefontaine the rest of the year. So the mustache is coming back, and I'll be using straightrazors.com on it. Um, oh God, you're welcome. I get to wear it through the end of the year too. So. Ah, that was that was the deal. Oregon really shit the bed this year. It was an Oregon bet um, for the sports show. Nice. Ah, fuck them. Fuck Oregon. Uh, I'll I'll pre Fontaine it the rest of the year. Fuck fuck, uh, fuck him. Fuck Dan. Half point Holloway. I'll 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 do it. But I'll be using that mustache wax from StraightRazors.com to smooth that thing down. You're gonna see Daddy with a little stash coming up. A I'm little, into it. A little gumbo on that stash. I love a, I love a good stash. I love having a mustache. It's nice that the weather's cooler. Warms up my face. Sure. Uh, some of the finest straight razors in the biz. Go to straightrazors.com. Use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. That shaving kit's a great uh, stocking stuffer gift. Almost as good as when darkness falls, he doesn't catch it. And at night she cries while he rides his dinner. <sighs> Both are available everywhere across the board. We won the fight with Amazon. And uh, look, uh, When Darkness Falls, He Doesn't Catch It is currently the number one rated book on Audible. All of Audible. It's a 4.99. Uh, amazing. Amazing across the board. Everybody's asking if the third one's coming. It is. It is. Give Daddy a month off. Um, and then I'll get back in it. Get my digits. Get my digits on the uh, keyboard again. Probably January I'll start it up. January? Maybe January. Maybe January. Uh, I mean, you really, when you're writing a book, it's not a joke on how many hours you have to put in to do it and how hard. It isn't, but yeah, look, I I take my time with it. So, just saying. I take my time with it. 
you're good, James. It's, yeah, it, I, I'm writing the best books on the planet. Uh, like you need, you need to just let it go. It's bigger than you, James. It's bigger than you. Uh, pick up when darkness falls. He doesn't catch it in a night. She cries while he rides his steed everywhere right now. Big news going on in the world. It's changing, James. It is changing. Uh, so, have you, did you hear about this uh, Bolsonaro? I'm probably not even saying that right. I'm, I can't speak Spanish or the no. shit. What is it? Bolsonaro. Yeah, what? Uh, he is the, uh, call him the tropical Trump. Okay. Super far right. Um, he is now the uh, new uh, presidente of Brazil. They had their elections yesterday. Okay. Uh, he won sweeping fashion. Same way as Trump. He uses Twitter. Mm. Tells everyone to fuck off. Um, his comments are super controversial, in particular regarding gays and uh, okay. immigrants and all that other shit. Uh, but he, it was a landslide victory. He won, and people are losing their minds, obviously. Uh, but I, 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 I don't think people understand that the world is changing. Like They're tired of immigration. Yeah. People are tired of real... Politics, not getting anything done. In Brazil in particular, there's a lot of corruption with the government. People are getting paid off. Police get paid off, all that shit. Yeah. Drugs, it's been going on for years. It, it, again, with all of this shit, somebody's got to step in and try to change it. Mm-hmm. It's going to take someone controversial. And this is going on around the world. So he won last night. People are fucking livid. Uh, I find it really curious that this morning, uh, Angela Merkel is done in Germany. She is out. So huh. she said she's not going to run for re-election. And uh, that's probably going to turn as well the same way. Was she the one that let in all the... Oh, yeah. She yeah. let in a million, one million uh, immigrants. And that country is fucked. And you have all the stabbings and all the other shit. And I, I, I feel, obviously, because Sweden was, was either real, they were really close to getting somebody super far right in as well. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it came down to the very end. And, and I, I look, I feel that's, that's probably most of the way the world is going to, to turn at this point. Mm-hmm. Not out of like, hey, people love these outrageous people. I just think people are tired of their countries being overran. Yeah, and it, it, the, <clears throat> the rhetoric of like, you know, showing them as people... And like, this is an immigrant. My, my father was an immigrant, all of this. It's not that you hate them as people. Like, it's not like you hate these immigrants, like who they are and their family. And like, we don't think of them as humans. It's literally just thinking of your country, country's economy. Um, you can't, you can't afford them. That's what I'm saying. It's not like, cause so people, a lot of these, like the daily and all of whatever they do, these human interest of like, they, you know, focus on one immigrant family, New York times, New York times, and then any NPR or American, this American life or whatever they'll do, you know, they'll show showcase one family and their struggle from getting, you know, to the border and talk to their kids. And we know that they're people and that they're struggling and maybe having a hard time it's not that you don't think of them that way do you know what i mean it's not that you hate them yes and that's their only that's the left's only recourse you know yeah to just be like oh but look at the look at the children i know we 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 like children that's not what it is you know what i mean you can't and that's the difference and maybe you can't afford it i think that might be 
the shift. I don't, the shift isn't like, we hate immigrants, like, fuck them. The shift is like, oh, wait a minute. We have to actually think of ourselves, um, the economy or what we're doing to this country because we won't be able to help people anymore right, right. if we let it go down the tube. So I hope that that's the, Not the only shift. That, but to, to assimilate in this country, you, when you have all of this immigration, you can't get jobs. So you're going to be out of work. You're going to have to be supported by the government. Not yes. only that, but like your children, if you're bringing yes. over children, you can't just throw them into schools. Most of them aren't vaccinated. They have no records. So then you're throwing them into yeah. school with other children yeah. who, who are vaccinated. That's a risk. Sure. Um, and the first look in Los Angeles was, was the, the, the key to my learning on this. My best friend, you know, had kids in school and like, they were honest. They said, look, the first five through fifth grade, they're just trying to learn English. Yes. English, not the rest of yeah. spelling or anything. Just, just English. You're, you're at a fucking no-win situation from the get-go. And it's like to pull yourself up out of that takes years and years and years and a lot of money mm-hmm. from the government and taxpayers and all that mm-hmm. shit. Not just in America. But in other countries as well, because it's going on in Greece, Italy, France, Germany, uh, obviously Brazil. There isn't money and or time to help all of these people. And to me, if you live in a shitty situation, which I've said this many times before, like Honduras or or these other super dirt poor countries, Mm -hmm. and you're having children, that's just irresponsible because you're bringing them into an environment that you can't sustain financially for your own family and and in particular these children then what you're going to lead them on a fucking caravan a thousand miles through yeah. the desert one of them just died yesterday uh during that caravan that's coming over a kid a, or a, a, child. a child yeah and one was abducted one of the child was uh, the children was abducted mm-hmm. during this ca- this caravan now they're on a search for that come on as a parent man i we we have two kids as a yeah. parent you're just putting your family and your children in horrific situations because what you didn't want to pull out. No, I, I don't understand. And I mean, de- dead serious. Well, they're all, it's lots of Catholic, the Catholic, I know I'm Great. just saying, but, but then, that's what it is. You know, if you're putting on your faith in God and all that other shit, like all yeah. of this bad shit that's happening, why didn't God help your country? Yeah. Expl- explain that one to me. Um, say, you know, and this question was posed this morning on when we were, you know, we always get up. I, I take my child to school. Mm-hmm. You're with the other one, mm-hmm. um, g- getting him ready. You know, that's what we call him. The other one <laughs> beef he, he eats a lot. Beef. Your babysitting one. Yeah, yeah. I'm watching I, I'm the other taking one. Taking the other one. And, you know, we sure. were watching, what was it? The good morning or t- today show. Today show. And they were talking about the, the, the church shooting that happened. Yeah. And the, what the biggest issue that a lot of people are struggling with inside that church is why would my God do this to me right in my place of worship? Mm -hmm. What is the lesson or learning behind that? Right. What is it? What's the lesson and learning behind this taking your kids on caravans and all this other shit? Like if you believe in God that much, he should be helping you at this point. Um, instead of putting you through this shit, because look, I'll be honest, the people in that church didn't fucking deserve it. And the people in this, the children, not the parents, because fuck the parents. The children in, the, in this mm-hmm. caravan don't deserve no. that either. So, I, yeah. I mean, look, I, I... And then at the border, what the fuck's going to happen? Like, what if you get separated? Or what if... 
I mean, All of what it. if you don't get in? Like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do with the children? And I just find it hard to believe that there is nowhere in either Mexico, Brazil, Argentina. I'm, I find it hard to believe that there's nowhere down there that they can make a better life or get away from whatever danger they're saying they're you know what I'm saying? Well, the, the other part I know about, maybe the, where the they are about it is, is dangerous. Yeah, but. but the other part about this is, to me, is, is, is it's not like it was an overnight thing where a country got attacked and you were under some rule that you couldn't stop and it was just like, holy shit, right. we've got to get the fuck out of here. Like it was a world war or something. No, Honduras and Guatemala and those countries have been shitty for years. Right. Years. It's not like this happened last night and you're like, holy shit, we got to get these fucking people out of here. Um, it's been going on for years, years like and years I've and years. I've been to some amazing places in Mexico. Like you can't live there. I, and the most of, most of what they're saying is they just want, you know, to be able to make money to give their kids a better life. Right. And if that really is the case, like, you know, it may not work out. That may not work out right and I now. I, I, and if to, you are to be honest, on in danger, I don't, I, know. I don't know that America is the place to do like it is a lot more. Than down there? Yes. And, um, you know, usually it's the dad or whoever comes over, right. works, and sends money back to them. Because it really is just money. They cannot get out of, you know, the hole that they are in there. And they gotcha. cannot. Education and all this, they literally will just be, you know, where they are forever. So if you want a better life, somebody from your family needs to go to America you know, right over the border or whatever, work here and send money back. Gotcha. And that's usually the model. So now well, the, look, all the, of them coming over, that's where the real issue lies. Because we don't really have a problem with like one of your family members coming here, sacrificing their life, like working super hard right. and sending money back. Like that's the, not the issue. It's when the whole family comes and you're right, we have to take care of them. They're on welfare, whatever it may be, vouchers, however. But the other biggest issue I have with it is there's millions of Americans who are stuck in poverty here. They're stuck in shitty cities here. They're stuck in the south side of Chicago, Flint, wherever. Uh, Like, we have our own problems here with our own poverty here. Right. How, like, and again, if you're the fucking left, how do you justify not helping Americans first? And then others outside of the country. Mm-hmm. I, that doesn't, that makes zero sense to me. Yeah. Zero. Again, veterans, homeless veterans, like th- there is so many other more Americans who were actually born and raised here that need help rather than uh, other people from fucking 9,000 miles away. Like you can't help everybody. You can't help the entire world. Right. You need to pick and choose. And right now these countries like Brazil, in Germany are picking and choosing uh, Brexit. And uh, that was what Brexit was all about over, over in Great Britain. They're picking and choosing. And uh, it's country first for, for all of these countries now. And I think more and more of this is happening. I was surprised to see two people this big back to back. I mean, shit, Brazil election and the Merkel's out the next morning. That's, that's yeah. wild. Brazil and, and, uh, and Germany are two massive countries. So... Who's next? And then what does that say about the midterms next week? Is, yeah. it, is it what we think it's going to be? Right. Um, and speaking of that, Nate Silver has his predictions out. I'll have my own. I beat Nate Silver last time. So we'll see, see how I go head to head with him this time. And yours is different 
than his? A lot different than his. Really? A lot. Like, it's not even close. No. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll read his off. Okay. Uh, Let's have that on record first. Okay. And now it's changed in the last three days. I want, I want you to let you know this. But this is still a big boy number. Okay. Out of Nate Silver. 85%. 85% that Dem- Democrats take the House is what Nate Silver is saying. 17% that Democrats take the Senate. Um, I think he's correct in that Senate vote. Okay. I do not think he is correct in the 85% take the House. Um, and then when we do our election prediction yeah, show, which will say, air on we'll Monday, yeah. I'm going to give you my exact numbers of what I think the seats will look like in both houses and, uh, and what's going to happen and why. And we'll do that as a video show, so that way we can run the clip on Monday. Okay. And I'll, I'll throw it all out there, and we'll see how close I was. Um, but it is far different than Nate Silver, and I will say this. This number of 85%, Nate, was also the number you gave Hillary to win in 2016, and I believe it was 86% um, that Hillary was going to win. So... We will see. It'll be an interesting <laughs> week. Uh, the other thing that, that, that's really interesting about it is, yet again, I was in another state that uh, you were super stoked about, but I was in Texas, and you know, right now, media-wise, everybody's rallying around Beto, Beto. Mm. Uh, even LeBron James walking into his home game uh, had a Beto hat on at, at the San Antonio Spurs game the other night. Okay. Huh. Uh, weird. Yeah. I mean, he's gotten super political lately, which is fine. Um, they have raised a hundred million dollars. This campaign has cost over a hundred million dollars for Beto to beat Ted Cruz in that state. If they fail this one, which, which, uh, the prediction show will, <laughs> we'll tell you what we think answer, about that. I will yeah. Answer that question. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. you. That's going to be a, a very, very costly loss. For, for, for the Democratic Party. And um, being on the ground, boots on the ground with Ross, I, I didn't see any, like, I, I talked to a lot of fucking people when I was out that week. Mm-hmm. Um, restaurants, bars, because, you know, uh, we usually take clients out and guests on the show and all that other stuff. And, like, uh, we go to real places. So it wasn't, you know, I'm not at some rich-ass steakhouse or something like yeah. that. I mean, fuck, I don't want to give away who the guests are, um, but uh, first night we were at like Twin Peaks, which is like a fucking, you know, their version of Hooters kind mm-hmm. of. It's a wing place. We watch the World Series, like that that type yeah, of yeah. deal. No one, no one was talking about the midterm elections. Not one single person. I was at, I think it was a table of 12, 14 people. Like, not one single person. Most of them were from Texas. I was the only one who wasn't. Mm-hmm. Waiters could give two shits yeah um so i i wonder how much of this is going to be media hype and everything else and like that's the state that i was in now where i did see the beto signs that were up we're in rich neighborhoods that was the only place that i really saw beto signs was in rich ass neighborhoods there was some there was some billboards that were up on the highways here and there and what people don't understand like yard is- signs and mm-hmm. things like that like it was in really rich neighborhoods and the neighbor, I'll, I'll say this without saying where I was, but like, cause we had to meet a bunch of people at a bunch of different places. 
the houses were ranging in the in the seven hundred thousand dollar range, and those are the only ones I saw with the Beto signs in their right. yard, which which truthfully reminded me a lot of L.A., where you know the the people who were actually putting signs in their yard of who they were voting for were the rich ass people of Los Angeles who were like, oh yeah yeah yeah. And it was just like, cool, you're not the real person who goes out and votes. So, mm-hmm. And the percentage of you is so small. Yeah. The percentage of you that had the people that have influence to like wear a hat that you see or big house or whatever, like that is so small. But you think it's everything. When you're in that gated community, you think that's the whole world. Yeah. And what you don't realize is that you're a small place and everyone around you is going through something completely different. And you think, oh, everyone has the Beto signs. And you're like <laughs> right, this, right. Oh, this tiny neighborhood, the only one that has them. And um, that's the problem Yeah, that we always talk about is that you are in your own community thinking that you're winning, right? Yeah. So it, we'll I, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll find out what happens. But uh, it was interesting to be in that state during this time. Again, a week before midterms. Yeah, when, that's interesting. Uh, this, this is arguably the biggest race there is. Um, well, at least the most publicized one. I would say that in Florida is the other one. Um, so we'll see. But uh, that, that was my f- thoughts and feelings okay. when I was there where I was like, all right, cool. Here's, here's where the... The, the people who are putting the signs in the yard live. Yeah. $700,000 and up houses where I was just like, okay, mm-hmm. that's, that's, you know, about what it is in LA. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, I, it, you were with the people. I was, I was, you were mixing it up. I, I, it's fun, man. I enjoy it. I, there's something about it politically. I think because the first time was, um, I would say the first time you, you get involved, you care where, where at least the media said it was tight races was like, like that was, uh, was, was 2000. So I was in, I was in Texas. I was in Austin specifically shooting the new guy, mm-hmm. um, in Texas during the Bush Gore election. And I was there on election nights in oh, the wow. streets. He was governor was of upset. He was a governor of, uh, uh, of Texas mm-hmm. in Austin at the time. So like everybody was in the streets and this was when Austin was Austin. So like it wasn't overran by hipsters or anything. It yeah, was yeah. just it was actually like, cool people yeah. and like college kids. Um, cause you're on campus there and mm-hmm. everything. And like every bar had it on all the streets were open. It was a gorgeous like fall night and you know, you could be out the streets and partying and all that other shit. Uh, I'm, I'll name drop a, a person because it was just because it was cool and like super unexpected is it was just me and Tony Hawk. Oh, that's right. Uh, walking the streets and because uh, he was in town, like his character was in the movie for a couple of days and he, he'd come over and hit me up. And so all of us were walking through the streets and like, uh, I don't know if I told this story before, but like nobody said anything to Tony Hawk at all. Um, simply because everybody was focused on the TVs and what was going on. And that race Crazy. went on. Well, that rate, if you remember that, that, that election went on super late into the nights. Oh yeah. Cause they were like, and you know, I, really fuck, happening? it didn't even get decided to what? 30 days later from those votes in was, Florida. Yep. Yeah. So it was a, it was a strange, interesting time, but you got a sense 
you know, a feeling of what was going on with real people out there and which way they were leaning. And like, uh, that one, that one was different because it, it, that one genuinely felt 50, 50 where everybody I encountered there at the time was half Gore, half Bush. And like that election turned out to what it felt like in the streets that was going on at that time with real people. This one does not. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 I like being in the moment, in the heart of it. Uh, the last time, uh, with Trump and Hillary, like I was in New York well, that's right. the day after the election. Like I, you know, I had that huge meeting for Matt's book. We'd signed, you know, the publishing deal with Penguin and all that shit. So like I was there at my, you know, flight landed at 8am and I was in that city that morning when everybody in New York woke up and was in the streets and it was like a fucking funeral. And like, Ugh. you got a sense of what it was, who it was, why those people were voting. And again, I, it was all super rich people who were pissed and in the street pissed. Yeah. yeah and in the street, um, wasn't the other, it wasn't real people. Like it seemed like out of work, you know, real people. it wasn't, you yeah. know, you know, the difference between yeah, yeah, real yeah. people and it's just like, oh, yeah, all yeah. right, this, this is what this is. So, um, it's fun. I enjoy it. And I, I'm, I'm enjoying this coming up, this process coming up. It'll be fun. And again, I've already voted. Yeah, uh, a lot of people hit me up about the early voting thing about how people aren't allowed to to talk to you and that other shit. Uh, the voter ID thing, though, a lot of people hit me up and we're just like, "Hey, we don't have that either, or we have to show an ID." And I'm like, "How?" So weird. Somebody's dad also hit me up, one of our listeners, and said that they worked at uh, they work at a voting station mm-hmm. and that they catch people all the time. I think it was in like West Virginia, uh, coming in trying to vote vote multiple times just because you don't have to show your ID and stuff like that. Can they do that? Are they voting for other? I guess I don't even understand how you would do it, but yeah. Um, well, it's, I, I think it's based on your address or whatever, but you know, yeah. if you have multiple addresses, cause that's the other thing I was thinking about too. It was after our listeners set us up. I was like, shit, the address I had, I moved. So wouldn't they have my new address? We have like four addresses. Yeah. <laughs> what, what would stop me yeah. from going back in and doing it again? Uh, and part of me wants, almost wants to try just to see if I can get away with it for the show. But I think that's super illegal, so I don't know if I'd be able to talk about it. Of like, hey, I voted twice. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> let's um. You know me though, let's brother. Definitely not do that. You know me. Daddy's not afraid. Yeah, to get and cu- I'm not winking. Up. I'm not winking. I'm saying literally, <laughs> do not do it. <laughs> it's not like okay. Uh, no, 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 yeah, don't. Yeah, don't. Yeah. Very, uh, that'd be really fuck. bad. Yeah, you're right. Because if, if I did talk about it, it is illegal and it is highly illegal. It's also if like you get caught, obviously, with everything we're talking about, that would be the most hypocritical. It, it, it's thing not, no, no, I, I wouldn't do. do it in a way of uh, you know trying to influence the election. I just I, I, I want to see how easy it would be to get away with it. Yeah, that's true. Um, because I, some states do require your ID, and I think all sh- all states should yeah. require ID. I don't, and I've never understood that excuse of why wouldn't you, you know, they call it gerrymandering of like, Oh, we're fucking excluding people that yeah, are like, low income and don't have an ID. You can have an ID. Anybody can go Everyone in and get an ID. Everyone should have an ID. Yes. You get arrested. You need checks. You need food. How, how do you like even food stamps and all that other shit? Like I get, I get, I get being low income and I, and I get being hard on your luck. Like I totally and driver's license. You don't have to have a driver's license. I to, you don't I have to have it. a driver's license. It's just ID. a state identification that says I'm so-and-so and I'm trying to do X, whatever yeah. that is. 
um, just to improve your life and let people know who you are or if you get stopped or something else, you know? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, if you got stopped, didn't have an ID, they, they're going to take you down to the police station and process you. Like, save yourself the fucking 12 hours or whatever you're going to be at the police station and just get an ID. Right. So I, I don't understand that. I don't understand that at all. But uh, we'll move on to the next subject. Uh, Boston Red Sox won the World Series last night. As a diehard Yankees fan, James, how do you feel? Not great. <laughs> they keep it shaggy. That was always uh, our problem. was always our problem with them. Their yeah. damn beards. Yeah, they Clean do. it up. They, Show a little respect. They do keep it. That was real my dad. My dad would shaggy. always say. Yeah. Show a little respect. <laughs> Look at his hair. God. Show some respect. He said, "Look at the Yankees. They're shaved, clean cut." Yeah. I, they I, don't. I, they're not allowed to look like that. Yeah, I, I like it because your dad has a beard. You oh know? yeah, he's a mountain man. Yeah. Telling him to clean it up and yeah. keep it respectful. Yeah, but that's the difference, you know. <laughs> we uh, as Yankee fans, you know, we find little things. It may not make sense, but we have to criticize something. Yeah, right. Uh, on Drinking Bros Sports Show, I I, I actually called this World Series. Um, uh, I I had said. Because we did a way too early prediction show in August, and I said the Dodgers was going to win. And then I did a show with Pete Rose. We would aired on this, and I said Boston was going to win because they they felt like they had more more momentum. What did he say? Was he like, yeah, for sure, or no? No, he, he Pete picked uh, Atlanta versus Cleveland, and he was like, he goes, but he was honest. He goes, look, okay, if I'm <laughs> telling you to do it, it's not going to fucking happen. <laughs> sure enough, the first two teams out of the playoffs were Cleveland. Do what I do, don't and do. The Dodgers, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it was, it look, this was one of the first times I can remember that the best team in baseball actually won the world series. I mean, they won a total 119 games this year. It's, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, they, they were the best from top to bottom. Uh, this might go down as one of the greatest teams of all time. It's surprising because they, you know, Chris sale is, is, is great and he's a superstar, but they don't, other than that, they don't really have those names. Like the Yankees have the names, man. Yeah, yeah. It's just like Aaron. And Judge Boston and used to have the names. Stan, I know. Yeah. Uh, they don't, and they're they're just winning with pretty much young talent at this point. So they're going to be a force for years to come. And their manager is Alex Cora, who was a player. Like I'm now, I'm starting to feel old because he played like when I was coming up and playing, and I was just like, oh boy, yeah, how old is he? Not very. He looks young. I know. And now he's winning titles with his team, and it's just like, shit. The youngest manager just hired, though, was like 35, so he's got to be I, I would say he's in his than, 40s. Uh, yeah, yeah. He was, he's in his 40s, but like he's, you know, you picture a manager, you picture an older guy, and yeah, that's, that is not the case anymore. So well. congrats to the Red Sox fans. Uh, couldn't happen to a nicer fan base. Kidding. <laughs> Go socks! <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so I, I don't know Ugh, if if uh, if the Patriots win the the Super Bowl too. God damn it! We're gonna have to stay out of stay out of that area for a while. Long time. Long time. <laughs> Long time. A lot of gloating, man. And the Celtics have a great team this year too. So it's just like, oof. Uh, Megan Kelly, too, by the way. Oh, yes. Is now gone. Yes, Uh, bye-bye. Yeah, we we talked about that on the last Mm -hmm. show. We were curious to see who took over today because we're taping this on uh, Monday morning. Um, 
and uh, it's Hoda. Hoda's leaving. Well, they're the- they're all just they're kind of filling in until the next thing happens. So they're like, we're going to continue to. Who who is that going to be? You think it's going to be Savannah Guthrie or it's Savannah and Hoda? So they the last time the third hour was empty or whatever. They just kind of slotted in whoever was around and available to like hang out for that third hour. So until okay. it becomes like a different show where they shift, they just kind of fill in with the same people that are there for the first and second hour, basically the same donkey dicks. Yeah. They just kind of <laughs> switch it up, switch it up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they didn't really mention. It was just sort of like, Hey, we're going to continue to bring you the news. That was it. I, I I understand it, you know. Well, when Matt Lauer, I mean, when Matt Lauer left, they had to do a whole thing, and they did, yeah. You know, she explain, just got fired. and she got fired for a reason, though, that they're not, you know, wanting to to back that kind of yeah. talk. So, kind of, they had talked about it before, though, so they're good. Whatever. Yeah, I like I like that that wasn't a big fanfare. It was sort of just like, bye, girl. Well, bye, girl. Um, Halloween's coming up, Japes. This is Halloween. This This is is Halloween. Halloween. And that that hit song by you is going to be dropping soon, right? (laughs) It's just going to be 30 seconds of you saying this. Just a gorgeous. Yes. This is Halloween. Do you want that ringtone? Let me know. (laughs) This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Uh, What went into picking out our our child's costume? Art. Did, Did he ask? Yeah, he asked, unfortunately. Yeah, and he wanted to be a Transformer. Yeah. Wanna well, be a Transformer? Is we this used is to dress age. him up as cool Ugh. shit. Last year he was um David Bowie. He was David Bowie. Oh, year. and the wig. Uh, he was Starman. Like he was Yeah, he well was he amazing. was he was Starman, but then a little bit of like we kind of mixed it up where yeah, he Labyrinth. was also Labyrinth wig yeah, 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 yeah. with Ziggy Stardust face. It was great. And yeah. And everybody told us too, as a parent, this they said the Look, last this year. is the last year you're gonna be able to dress him up what you want, and he's gonna pick his own. Oh. Sure enough, he did. All of the kids are Transformers. All of them are Transformers. They're matching. I mean, they're all going to be the same ones running down the street, which is yeah. fine. It's yeah. fine. Um, I always like made my own, though, and was like weird, different things, you know? Yeah. So the thing of like, I've never as a child ordered um, or went to the store and bought one of those cheesy outfits that like feel fake and whatever. I would always go to the thrift store or whatever and match things together that right. were real. Yeah. So that's, it's a little disappointing and boring to me, but <laughs> whatever. He's boring. He's four. He's born. The reason I bring this up is uh, this story from Indiana. Um, a father and son are taking, taking heat. Uh, a, a dad dressed up as a Nazi soldier and he dressed up his son as Hitler for Halloween. And he, he apologized and but said that's that what they were talking about on Megyn Kelly. Uh, 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 that, 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 that about Hitler. Uh, yes. And it started with the just offensive costumes. Sure. That's the start of the thing. And why, so, why, 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 what would why you would dress? You, how, how do you not was, know that is? That was the thing of like, we don't have to have a big discussion about it. Can people just be like, if it's going to offend someone, it, it's probably not the right thing to do. Right. I, look, we dress up our child as David Bowie, and it was rad. How do you, how do you as, a, as a parent, just sit there and say, hey, Hitler's the right choice for my child at this age? That's the kind of craziness. <laughs> it's like there's no point in having a conversation because the people that we're talking to that are listening Jeez. right now 
would never. So it's like, what's the point? Who, who are you talking to? <laughs> Everyone knows that except for these one people, right? I, this isn't an epidemic. It's I'm, not like so a million of them. They posted a statement that I'd like to read to you. And I just oh, want to hear your thoughts on it. That's it. Um, tonight, me and my family went to the Trail of Treats at, at the riverfront. They had a wonderful time and are very happy with their candy haul. But I need to speak out about it. Anyone who knows us knows that we love history and often dress the part of historical figures. <laughs> Tonight, as we walked, we saw people dressed as murderers, devils, serial killers, blood and gore of all sorts. No one batted an eye. But my little boy and I dress as historical figures, and it merits people not only making snide re- remarks, but approaching us, threatening my five-year-old boy. He's five. He's five years old. Um, that's right. Tonight, grown adults threatened a child over his costume, threatened his mom and his dad as well, threatened to rip his outfit off of him, screaming obscenities, scaring a small child. First of all, it's none of your business. This is the dad saying this, by the way. Mm -hmm. Second, how dare you with an exclamation mark? I mean, how dare you threaten a child? Me, it's one thing, but my child, you are messing with fire. Uh, I do want to thank the people that intervened and for those good people I, I interacted with. Yes, liberalism is alive and well, and we had the displeasure of dealing with fruits of the so-called tolerant left. Um, I, I, this, first of all, gives, gives the right a bad name and re- Republicans a bad name when you do stupid shit like this. Like, There's is, a lot of people that give the a right plan? a bad name. Is it, but like, yeah. I'm so confused on the media anymore, even with the bomb thing. I'm still not on board with this. I know that they caught this guy, the ex-stripper and the bodybuilder. What are you saying? I'm saying we haven't heard from this guy, nor, nor are we going to the guy who's locked up now for this mm-hmm. bomb thing. Mm-hmm. None of these bombs went off. Right. It's the weirdest guy on the planet that did this. Um, and this fucking dude. And, and do you, mm-hmm. I, it's either one of two things for me, okay? Right. Either you're the dumbest person on the planet like this. And it's possible. Father. It is possible. Absolutely. There are... So, and, and I look at the, the bomber guys the same way. The, the MAGA bombers the same right. way. Either these are the two dumbest people in American history. And, they're, and, like, and maybe that is possible. And maybe it is. Or they're plants. And the, 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 the other part that I have... A, here's where I have the biggest problem with is because the media and everything... Even this caravan seems fucking fake to me Mm -hmm. um, right before midterms. Uh, Either all of this is fake and plants by somebody else Mm -hmm. or it's real. And I've just become so disillusioned with the media that I don't know what to expect anymore. I I personally would like to think the best in people that as a parent, you would know not to dress your five-year-old up as Hitler. That you would, I I don't care that you love historical. I fucking love historical figures. Sure. I've written many movies and books about historical figures. Sure. Even everybody who read When Darkness Falls doesn't catch it about the Harriet Tubman thing says said the same thing. Of like, oh man, she's awesome in the book. Like you made her fucking rad. And I was like, right. well, yeah, that's the point. I'm not it's not a racial thing or anything like that. Like I I refuse to believe that people are this stupid, Jesse. I just well, you know, Do. I've been saying it for years before it was fashionable that Hitler is not cool. <laughs> you know, and I've always been against him, right? Haven't I? 
You can vouch for me on this, that and rape. Before yeah. it was cool, I yeah. said those two things. <laughs> it was unpopular at the time, and now everyone's on board. Um, you know, you would, would you even, can you even imagine seeing that in our neighborhood? Do you know what I'm saying? Where, no. Where the I can't only imagine fake, seeing it anywhere. Listen, the only Nowhere. fake news about it is that it making it seem like it's, Something that is, again, an epidemic, something that we need to talk about, because I promise you that this is the only family in the millions and millions and millions in this country that did that, right? I would think, yes. One. Oh, I promise you. Yes, I would think. Ask any family that that goes trick-or-treating on Wednesday how many five-year-old Hitlers (laughs) they saw in their nice communities, and I promise you it's... Zero. Zero. Yeah. So it's not a problem. Like that's that's the fake news of it, where they will they will have you believe that oh here we go. Yeah. yeah, People feel like they can dress up as Hitler now. (laughs) It's like no, it is this one person, and I I don't think that they were a plant or that they're fake or whatever. I think they're stupid as shit. First of all, how dare you? When you use the how dare you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you hide behind your children. That's another tactic of people like this I, how dare you talk to a child that way i, I the other don't thing hide is, behind your why, fucking why child. are you using uh, like a political stance for that of like oh this is this is liberals exactly so they well, what does that have to do it no it's it's hitler he's it's pretty much universally hated by both sides that's one person i think everyone again can agree i was on. doing it before it was fashionable fashionable sure, but sure. i think yeah I, I we can say now that most people aren't super into Hitler. <laughs> it's weird that that's the one figure, right? That we can all stand behind and be like, not good. Yeah. So, you know, what's weird. Like you could even dress up as like Kim Jong-un and I think probably get away with it and be like, ah, all if right. it was like a fat little Asian. Yeah. That'd be cute. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Or Hitler's like my baby. Yeah. That'd be cute. <laughs> Hitler's the one that we could, that we can all say, no, no, no. Too. Like and, if, if I was Trump and then I dressed up my baby like a little Kim Jong-un and a little haircut uh, and the whole thing, it would probably crush. Comedy-wise, it would probably crush. People would Hitler's love it. Hitler's the one in comedy that it's like, oh. Holding a little rocket. Little rocket man, yeah, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> See, I can. That's funny. Hitler's the one Hitler. you can't get away with. Let's not do that one. But it's the thing of like provocation, right? Because they want to like. Each side is trying to show that the other side is horrible. So in this post, in this one post, you're encapsulating so much. There's so many layers to it where each side is being exposed by this one family trying to be like, oh, here we go with the liberals. Yeah. They're, they're, you know, attacking my five-year-old. Why did they? Oh, what? What happened? They. This is how they're telling the story to their friends, right? Sure. He got attacked last night when we were trick or treating. <laughs> what? What happened? Oh my gosh! Oh, they just came. They were threatening, threatening him. What? What did you? What'd you do? I dressed him up as Hitler. Oh, okay. Sorry. You know what I mean? Yeah, we love historical figures. What? And then everyone kind of inches oh. back and you never go to those people's houses again. And so good for Jeez. them. Good for them. I, They've I made just... a stand. But, uh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> How dare you? What the fuck, In man? all caps. I mean, it's crazy. 
Absolute crazy. But again, it's not the majority. I promise you that was one one person. person in this entire country and then they get a shit ton of press and it's like yeah and it and they make it seem that like i said that's where the fake news comes in where they make it i want to believe the best in people and i i i want to believe that this kid is or this family was paid off by somebody like i just don't understand it i don't think they were paid off but i think that them going viral in the way that they are and the way that people will probably talk about it is is going to be that, you know, this is an epidemic. This is something that we need to address. Yeah. We don't need to address it. These people are, are one family. Oof. Um, Either again, way. Again, you're not going to see a bunch of Hitlers running yeah, around. Let's, let's not dress our, our kids up as, uh, as Hitler for, for Halloween. Can and we, again, I think that not? was the problem with Megyn Kelly. That was the beginning of her conversation. So in this conversation that we're having about the Hitler kid... If you then tack on at the end, blackface, couldn't he have gone in blackface? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Then it goes, it's, it goes bad. But anyways, that's why Megyn Kelly needs a podcast so she can just say whatever the fuck she wants. You think that's what's going to happen with her? I think it'll start that way or or she'll try it. I mean, that's what Bill O'Reilly tried, I guess. It didn't really work, but, um, yeah, I think she might or she might say fuck that. I have no idea, but. Um, if she starts a podcast though, that would be sealing her fate. So I think she's still maybe going to try and get on TV first. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because once you do the podcast route, they don't really let people like us have a show. (laughs) Like Rogan's not going to be allowed to be on cable. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, and it's uh, it's know. a good thing. He's fine with it. I'm just saying the, the things that he says or the people that are on his show. He's not. He's not what? Like Vice or somebody. I mean, I guess you couldn't swear, but um, you also don't know how long the show is going and you have to format it more, but uh, yeah. Yeah, you just cannot be that honest still. And I don't know if that's going to change, but you can't be, you can't have slip ups like that. And I mean, how many times? I don't know. Show, I, you know, if I was you... making as much money as Rogan, I don't know that I would want to do it either and just be like, yeah, I can just do this shit at my you house. You don't, but Fuck I mean, off. her podcast would be pretty big and then uh, you're done, basically. You're done. Because you have that much, um, not footage, but I guess maybe she would, but that much footage of you saying, you know, you write it, for example. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely can't say that. I've sealed my, my fate. Ramen noodles would cancel the sponsorship. <laughs> I would. Be gone. Uh, let's get to the revolutionary fig of the day, shall we? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this to, uh, to Clive Palmer is his name. Um, this is a strange one, and I can't believe they're actually doing it. He's an Australian businessman and politician. Uh, he's behind a, an extremely controversial initiative. He's going to rebuild the Titanic. Oh, yeah. Do a um, cruise ship. He's going to do it. And uh, they're, they're saying about the- they're saying it's going to be up as, as 2022. And it's going to be the exact replica of the, or the original Titanic. Let's get on it. <sighs> Why? I wouldn't. I'm just saying. <laughs> First of all, I wouldn't go on a cruise. And then secondly, I'm going to steer clear of the... Uh, Titanic. It's like the hologram discussions we had the other day. Like, yeah. why, why are we recreating this old shit just to do it? Uh, uh, like, here's the fucked up thing. 
if this happens and it actually goes down, um, it says it's going to take passengers from Dubai to New York. That's far. Oh, God. That's a, that's a far trip. It's going to take them around the world in 80 days. Yeah. Um, Man. No, thank you. No, thank you. 835 cabins set to accommodate 2,435 passengers. You'll be able to buy first, second, third class tickets just like the original. Because cruise ships do so well, huh? They do. They, do they? they yeah, they do, actually. Okay. They do. Um, I, I could see people getting into this and wanting to do it. Man, that's that is, that is a lot of money. Fuck. That's, I'm good uh, on it, but that's crazy to me. It's crazy to me that they're gonna they're gonna attempt this again. It's so such a weird world right now. Fucking, what are they gonna put hologram Roy Orbison on there with Amy Winehouse, and you can watch all that shit? Or when you get on a plane, it's a hologram Sully. What like, you, yeah, yeah, flying. Well, he's still alive, but. But you know what I mean? Where you're like, yeah. I don't think I want to take that flight. What if, what if they put holograms at the table so you could eat with all the people, the original people on there that died? Like in Disneyland, that yeah. ghost thing? Yeah. Hi. You get in the like. <laughs> it's amazing. We're going in to America. Car. Oh, we're super realistic. I would <laughs> shit my pants and then leave. That would be the scariest thing I've ever seen. Now, if you did a seen. haunted Titanic and you put all holograms of the dead I'm people I'm there, there for that. Yes. Yeah. I'm there for that. If they wanted to make it like... They just raised it up from underneath, yeah. right? And it's still kind of like art directed, <laughs> falling apart. I'm, I'm into that. <laughs> but if you're going to just take me on that same voyage and hope, oh, hope the same boy. thing doesn't happen, I'm good. Boy, oh boy. I'm good. That is I could get fucking... hit by a car here. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I'd be down for the haunted, the haunted Titanic. Haunted Titanic? Titani, for sure. <laughs> Put me, put me with some hologram dead people. Put an, somehow put a hologram uh, iceberg. Recreate. That you kind of bust through and it's not real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Recreate like the ship going down a little bit. Like you hit an iceberg just for, for extra scares. And then, you know, that, that band starts playing. Oh, uh, yes. Yes. Fuck. Fuck. And it will tip. Yeah. The whole thing will tip that much. Not- and you have to like slide all the way here. You don't go... It's like a hydraulic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hydraulics. Inside the thing. You don't go all the way down, and then they put you on lifeboats for like the last like 10 miles to get you to America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they come and get you, and it's just like, holy shit. I was fucking awesome. I would be into that. Yeah. That would be down with. Surviving the Titanic. Just going on the Titanic again, I wouldn't be down with. But uh, Just having like a. A normal cruise. Yeah, like a a chicken cordon bleu. Yeah. And like sitting on a lawn chair. (laughs) Yeah. Give me the scares. Yeah. Brother, give me the scares. Make me feel like I'm sinking. Yeah. That's the kind of cruise ship I want to go on. I want to be in it. All right. Um, well, Wild show, Jabes. Titani's back. T- You're back. I feel great today. I feel really sprightly. That's good for you. I'm able to pop back pretty quickly. Yeah. I feel, I'm, I'm, I'm a little tired of the last show. feel real good today, James. I'm happy for you. <laughs> I want, and I want that for you. Thank you. you. Know? Thank you. I appreciate it. I want one of us to feel good. <laughs> for Jesse Wiseman, AKA the Jables, I am Ross Patterson. This is the revolution. Good night, everyone. Good night. <laughs>